Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, great people? It is I, the homie, the one and only Ashton Reynolds, and we're back once again with another episode on the amazing network WCEG, the Worldwide Community Empowerment Group. It's another beautiful day that we're blessed to see together, people. And it's also another Saturday that we, uh, because after this Saturday here, the next time you see me, I'll be 27. <laughs> so this is the last episode of Ashton Brunos at age 26. And that's a blessing right there. I'm just truly thankful for what the Lord has been doing, not only in my life, but in those individuals all around the world today. And just like every other episode, you are definitely in for a treat. The reason why is because the person that is sitting with me today is an incredible, incredible woman of God who has been doing so many things inside of this community through her ministry, through her writings, through her business, chosen ones that she has started with her daughter. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to take too much time with the introduction because I'm going to let you see for us, for yourself exactly why she is so incredible, why she's so blessed and much more. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I introduce to you the one and only Miss Pamela M. K. <laughs> hey, God, greetings, greetings, greetings. God bless you. It's yes, ma'am. How you doing this morning? I'm doing great, doing awesome. It is a blessing to be here on WCEG Network once again. Glory yes. to God. Shout out to Ms. Pena Rogers for having us both in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Exactly, exactly. For those who are just tuning in, I had this incredible guest on my podcast, entitled Be the Change Podcast, and my goodness, that's <laughs> all I got to say right there. So it's an honor to be sitting with her in front of you all here at WCEG. So what I like to do is start off the interview by asking a question that only you can answer in its fullest. Despite all of the accolades, despite all the accomplishments, despite all of the things that people have said, who in your own words is Miss Pamela M. K. Praise God, glory to God. I'm glad you asked that question because someone I don't need to know who Pamela M. K. is. Glory to God. Pamela M. K. is a servant of Jesus mm. Christ. Pamela M. K. loves the Lord. Pamela M. K. wants to be about my father's business. Glory to God. Mm. Pamela M. K. just wants to be the salt of the earth. That's who Pamela M. K. is. Glory to God. Mm. Mm -mm. That's powerful right there. That's a powerful answer right there. Look, you started off already. So, you know what? That was such a blessed answer. Let's go ahead and stay in that direction right there. Let's just, just share with our audience how good God has been to you. Yes, God is so good. I tell you, he has opened up so many doors that I can't even just imagine. And he did it. You know, like I said before, don't put God in the box because, you know, we don't know which way he's going to come from. We don't know who he's going to utilize. We don't mm -hmm. know how God would do it. He will bless you in a way that you would be like, hmm, 
I didn't know it was going to happen like this. I didn't know it was going to happen like that. Only God can do the things that man cannot do. God is so good to me. He has kept me in my right mind in spite of all the different trials and tribulations that I went through or have gone through. He's keeping my daughter and I. He's keeping us to, util to be utilized for his glory on this tedious journey. Yes, it is a tedious journey. But in spite of, we walk by faith and not by sight. And we are just trying to please God. Glory to God. Mm -mm -mm. Amen, amen, and amen again. See, I wanted you to start off the show that way because that sets the stage for your testimony. So yeah. the rat hole, let's start right there. The <laughs> humble beginnings. <laughs> Tell yeah. us about your humble beginnings, your experience living there in the rat hole and let our listeners know exactly what the rat hole is. <laughs> yeah. Rat hole is these two sets of apartments. I don't even think they had a name, but we named them the rat hole because they had these large rats. <laughs> so we named them the uh the rat hole. So I was a little girl, I was shy. I love that little community. It's on MLK Martin Luther King Jr. Drive. And that was my humble beginnings. All of my family members lived in the rat hole back then. My aunts, my uncles, all of us lived there. They came from South Carolina. My mom, my grandmother, my aunts, my uncle, and they all came to Martin Luther King Jr. Drive. That's why I was born in that community. That's why I was raised up until a certain age. And it was time to move on. But those were the fun times. Those were the good times. There's so many fun memories there. You know, my, my family members, they live right across from us, directly across from us. And then another aunt lived next door. And then an uncle lived downstairs. And then another uncle lived downstairs across. So those were the good times. Glory to God. That's awesome. What? How was it like just being surrounded by all of the, all of the family? Because I know for a fact that you know, from our previous conversations that in that neighborhood, you know, it was just a lot of stuff going on. So mm -hmm. is it safe to say that having family in such close proximities that it kept you from a lot of things? Oh, most definitely. I mean, family, family is everything to me. We were a close knit family. Everybody knew us because of the love. Let me say this, Ashton. Mm -hmm. We didn't have much but we had a lot of love. Mm. We had a lot of love, I tell you. That's, that's, that's the main thing that I can remember. But like I said, we didn't have much. But God was just, even though I didn't know about God during that time and none of us were saved at that time, mm -hmm. we had a lot of love. We didn't know where that love came from. We didn't know it was really coming from uh, God. We didn't know that. Mm. But like I said, I just grew up with a lot of love and protection. Mm. Amen, amen, amen. For those who are listening right now, this is Millennial Talk, Blessed Coast Edition. It's the home of the one and only Ashton Reynolds sitting here with my incredible guest, Miss Pamela M.K. I want you all to remember what she just said right there because as we continue to uh, progress in this interview, that key fact right there of how close-knit family is and that love it definitely plays a key in the development of her business so let's move along so you said that at that time y'all did not know how god was moving at that time you just knew that it was love that was keeping you all together yeah. what moment did it what at what time did you realize that it was god that was keeping you all together oh praise god that i must say that during that time, like I said, I didn't know anything about God or Jesus. Uh, we only had one family member who was saved out of the entire family. And she mm. lived in uh, Pennsylvania. And she would come. She was the only saved person. She would come down to uh, the rat hole to visit the family every holiday. 
And she gave me that Bible one Christmas and I was very disappointed because as a little girl, I did not want that Bible. I did not want a Bible, but she was planting seeds. She was planting a seed in all of our lives. But for some reason, I'm the one that got the Bible. I'm like, now, wait a minute. I was like, Suzanne, why would you give me a Bible? But only God knew it was going to play a great part in me becoming to know the Lord. But to fast forward, I never read that Bible until after high school, until like maybe in my 20s, early mm. 20s. I put the Bible to the side and it collected dust. So it was because of uh, that, her giving me that Bible and my mom watering that seed, all of it started to play out. It began to play out. When I was living with my mom, my mom, she in a way, she tricked me. She said, now, every Sunday, now you either have a meal prepared and ready for us when we come home from church, or you come to church with us. I said, that sounds like a plan to me. So what I did, I would wait, I would wait just about until I know what time they would come home. My mama would come home and the family would come home. Then I would jump up out the bed and get to cooking real fast. You know, have that, that meal ready. I will have a good sleep. I mean, I would be sleeping for a long time. <laughs> mm. <laughs> My mama never knew that, that I would jump up right before it was time for them to come home. But mm. That watered the seed for me. So then there were so many times where I said, okay, I'm going to church. I started going to church and I would quench the spirit. God was working on me then as a young, young lady. He was working on me then, I thank God. So that was the big, that's when I started reading that Bible that Aunt Suzanne gave me. So she, gave, she planted that first seed and my mom watered it. So I just thank and praise God for both of them. Aunt Suzanne Kay is in uh, in heaven now. Mm -hmm. We are just, you know, loving the Lord together. Glory to God. Oh, that's awesome right there. I got to thank those two awesome women yeah. <laughs> for introducing the Lord to you so yeah. that you can do wonderful things to advance his kingdom through your gifts. And speaking yeah. of your gifts, one thing that you do so well is right. <laughs> so how did you how did you find out that you were so good at writing what at what moment did you realize this is what I was called to do glory to God I tell you uh once I uh moved out on my own as a young lady around 21 at the age of 21 mm -hmm. I would always journalize I was journaling and journaling and also God was giving me dreams and visions. I'm, I wasn't saved yet, but he was giving me prophetic dreams and visions. I would notate it, notate it. I had a book that I would jot, that I would always date it and notate it, notate it. everything that God was showing to me. Even while I would be in church, um, I was always taking notes, taking notes. Mm -hmm taking notes, but not knowing why I was journalizing. I had so many books of notations, but did not know why for over 20 plus years, not knowing that God was utilizing me to be a, that I was going to become an author, a songwriter, prophetic poet, poetess, uh, write articles, not knowing these things. But God knew, he knew why he had me journalizing for over 20 plus years. And mm -hmm. so in 2011, that's where my writing um, career began, 2011. Mm. Were there any obstacles that you had come into contact with as you were growing both in ministry as well as as an author? Oh, most definitely. It's so many stories that I could tell you, Ashton, about obstacles. You know, I can give you a, a few uh, examples of obstacles. Mm -hmm. Once I began to, you know, get into my career of writing, 
And the Lord told me that he wanted me to write this book. And, you know, I went to certain people in the church because I knew they have, had already done what I'm doing, what I'm about to do. So I had so many, you know, people in the church to say, okay, I will help you. I'm going to call you. I got some information for you. It never came. Mm. To the point when I would go back to those people, they begin to have cold spirits towards me as though I'm, I'm doing something wrong towards them for asking, you know, do you have this for me, this information for me? So that was one obstacle. You know, the, the spirits became cold towards me. So I mm-hmm. said, okay, Lord, that's not working. You know, they don't want to help me. They're already doing, they don't want to help me. I said, okay, I kept praying about it and praying about it. Lord, send me someone that can help me. I don't know how to do this. This is just unfamiliar to me. So once God started revealing things to me and, and, and sent me, uh, well, actually, I don't, I don't want to say sent me, but my nephew, he was a blessing to me, Corey Wilkes. He is the one that began to help me. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How to put this book together. How to put mm. these chapters together. I thank God for my nephew, Corey. Glory to God. Corey is the one that uh, put the cover to my book. I just, you know, wrote it out, uh, sketched it out how I want him to do it, but he perfected it. He's a graphic design artist. So he is the one that perfected the cover and the background of my book. I want to tell you another obstacle. I went to this particular uh, printing company and I only wanted her to, uh, we put a contract together where she would just only edit my book. That's all I wanted her to do. Once I paid her to edit the book, then she uh, came back and asked me, can we print the copies of your books here? I did not desire that because she, it costs too much. So because I didn't desire that, guess what the lady did? The lady uh, rearranged my entire story it was like wow. a big saw puzzle when she sent that back to me. That that entire book was a mess because I did not desire her to print my books. But guess what? God had a ram in the bush. <laughs> my nephew Corey. My nephew Corey put that book back together. I don't know how he did it, but thank God he did it. So that was another obstacle. But there was another th- other obstacles where sometimes there were delays, mm-hmm. you know, and I said, okay, I put it to the side, put the uh, book to the side and not continue because just so many different things were happening, you know, during that time when God was trying to get me to get that book out there, whether it was finances, whatever it was. But I just had to tell that story about the lady that tried to rearrange rearrange and dismantle my book, but it did not work. Mm. Glory to God. Thank you so much for sharing that because there are individuals who are listening and tuning in or will be watching later on that have, you know, put their faith foot forward by inventing something or creating something and they have encountered some obstacles and, you know, for it being their first time, encountering something like that they don't know what to do or they might panic or be ready to quit so i say that to ask this what are some encouraging words for those who are taking that entrepreneurial step Mm -hmm. to keep them during the tough times what are some encouraging words from you that you would like to give to them glory to god i want to say to someone out there that have gifts you may have multiple gifts because God has given me multiple gifts. Mm-hmm. I want to say P-R-A-Y. Pray, <laughs> pray, 
and and p-u-s-h push until something happens press until something happens pray until something happens that's what i had to do that's what i had to stand on i didn't really have a whole lot of people helping me but the help of god and my nephew and maybe one other person you gotta keep you know like i said earlier uh the, the interview that we had the other day giving up was not an option for me mm -hmm. because when you have a true relationship with god you got to stand you must stand how can you do the things that god has purposed you to do if you give up look i had to look at it like this god did not give up on me when i was before i was saved he didn't give up on me so why would i give up on the things that god has created my daughter and i to do so that's what I want to share with someone. Never get out. I don't care how hard it is, how bad it gets. Keep pushing. Keep praying. Glory to God. My goodness. My goodness. So humble beginnings. Develop the, those intangibles that would not let you give up. Yes. You started writing them down. Yes. Any and everything. Church notes, life experiences, things of that nature. Now you're growing in ministry along with developing those skills. Yes. Now let's take the ministerial route. Mm -hmm. as, as prior to this interview here, you had said that you encountered church hurt. Mm -hmm. Now I wanted to take this route here because for a lot of individuals, you know, they, they understand that God has revealed to them a plan mm -hmm. or a purpose that they must fulfill. Yeah. And you know, they seek those inside of the church to fully touch and agree and understand what it is that they're going through, what it is that God has put inside of their life. They wanna have some understanding and also have someone to, you know, be there for them and pray with them and be in agreement with them. Yeah. Now I say that to ask this, church hurt didn't stop your purpose. I see that because you're walking in your purpose. So for those individuals who have experienced, share your testimony yeah. of how you endured church hurt and overcame church hurt to become the woman that you are today. Glory to God. Because somebody needs to know this. Yes. Out there is experiencing this now. Yes. I want to say that I was experiencing a conflict in church and I was the first lady was just so jealous and envious of me and I went to my daughter's godmother how can I resolve this issue how can I you know you know get this thing under control how can I just I want to be at peace with this this situation so I share this information with the godmother who I prayed with, ate lunch with, ate dinner with, my prayer partner. I shared this confidentiality thing with her on a Monday night. And then on Tuesday night, I went to church because the church was outside two minutes from my door, I could walk to church. And she got there real early. I said, my God, why is she here so early? She never came to church early before. Mm. So God spoke to me because my sheep hear my voice, right? So God mm. said to me, she just went and told. So from that point on, it was a, a, a terrible experience of persecutions, heartache and pain, uh, I was rejected by the adjutants, by everyone, her family members, everyone that she was connected to, to make me look like this, this woman is, is not of God, shall I say. Mm -hmm. So that church hurt just really, just really just pierced my heart. You know, I went to the Lord and told God, how? Can I, how can I deal with this? I was on my knees praying one time and the voice of the Lord came and spoke through me. 
the voice of God spoke through me and said, vengeance is mine, said the Lord, I will repay. That startled me. I jumped up and looked around. I said, that was God speaking to me. In other words, he wanted me to know. You don't have to do nothing. You don't have to lift a finger. You don't have to bad mouth her. You don't have to tell nobody who she is or anything like that. Who this person that you know persecuted you so bad? God dealt with it Himself. So that's what I want to say to someone, even with the godmother of my daughter. I never told her that I knew she had went and told the first lady of the church what had I uh, shared with her. To this day, she still does not know, but God knew that there was going to be a book birthed out of that church hurt. I didn't mm. know. The mother of the church didn't know. The first lady in her family, they did not know. Those adjectives didn't know. But I tell you, it's some stuff in that book that you wouldn't believe all what had happened to me concerning persecution. But I never gave up. I never gave up i kept pushing and i kept pressing i could not leave you know why i couldn't leave until god told me to leave i had to wait to the voice of god speak to me to say now you can be released and once i got released i was free but i want to say that that book had to be released while i was there yes the first lady in the past was mad about that but god wanted me to release that book before he released me from that church. And it was released on December 31st, 2014. And then mm. God told me, guess what? Here it is, Resurrection Weekend. Mm. That's when God released me during Resurrection Weekend like now. Wow. Glory to God. Six years ago, six and a half, maybe a little over six years ago when all of this happened, glory to God, when that book was released. And God spoke to me in 2015, I mean, I'm sorry, in 20, yes, 2015 Resurrection Weekend when I went to another church and the word of God came forth. You have been nourished. You have been discipled. It is now time for you to move on to somewhere else. That was my release through another mm. man of God. And here it is, resur resurrection weekend again. Glory to God. Only God can do this. Here I am telling my testimony on resurrection weekend. Glory to God. Look, that's how he works. That's how he works. Your obedience was met with his revelation of your purpose and your assignment. And you walked in his nature of love with that individual, because as he states in his word, vengeance is mine, says the Lord. And he says yeah. that because the battle is not ours, it's his, because the enemy is trying to fight for us and the Lord is fighting for us. So when we submit to the Lord, automatically we're on the blessed side. And like I always yeah. say, the blessed side, be the best side, straight yeah. up. See yeah. people, that's why I had to go ahead and and, and name this interview here, Right to Overcome. Yeah. Because as she was going through those problems, as she was going through those trials and those trying times where she was hurt by the ones close to her, she was writing. <laughs> she was writing it all down because that's her testimony. The Lord was guiding the pen, writing her testimony because yeah. she knew that she was going to encounter somebody who was going to go through the same thing that she went through, which was experiencing hurt in the church. So before we go into the book and give more in detail with the book, as far as like the content of it, what are some words that you would like to leave with those who are currently experiencing church hurt? But first I want, I want to uh, back up a little bit, something I need to say. Oh, uh, yes, ma'am. Concerning that book, while I was in the process of writing it, every time I was persecuted in the church house on Avon Avenue, every time I was persecuted, you know what I was saying in my mind? What's that? That's okay, because when I go home, I'm gonna write it down. I'm gonna <laughs> write it down. Every time I was persecuted, I don't care what was done to me. I went home, I was hurt. Mm, I was hurt, but I had to write it down. I said, that's okay. This story shall be told because the, God wants me to write truth. Mm. Everything in that book is truth. So 
I want to say to someone, you cannot give up. You cannot give up. Wasn't Jesus persecuted? That's what I tell that person. Jesus was rejected and persecuted. The scripture say, you shall be what? Rejected persecuted. because yes. Jesus was. Yes. We had to suffer. So we have to what? Suffer with Christ. We have to suffer with Christ. We're not exempt. My exempt. So that's read that. Read. That. I think it's in Corinthians. But let me say this: Don't, don't let allow a person. Don't let look. This is what I say: Some two-legged, slew-footed person stop you. Stop you. Come on. What can mere man? What can mere humans do to you? Glory to God. Come mm. on. Go ahead. Do what God has called you to do as long as you're here on the face of earth. Someone is always going to talk about you. Someone is always going to allow on you. Someone is always going to try to belittle you. Glory to God. But God said, what? It's going to work out for your good. So I tell someone today, it's working for your good. Take those uh, conflicts, those disappointments, those hurts and pains and turn it into a blessing. He will take your mess and turn it into a message. Come on, that's what you got to do. Glory to God. Okay, ask the Lord, what is that you want me to do in the, in the midst of this pain? What is it that you want me to do in the midst of this persecution? Glory to God. It has to be something better on the other side of this persecution. Glory to God. So that's what I tell someone. Keep on pushing. Keep on doing it. Come on, there'll be gonna be some bad days. There's gonna be some uh, uh, good days. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On this tedious journey, glory to God. Glory to God. My goodness, my goodness. I pray that for those who are viewing or listening, this is a blessing to you right now. Mm -hmm. Just keep moving because as long as you're following God, who's going to order your steps for you to reach your purpose in the own time manner that he, that he operates in. You're going to get there on time. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. They only try to tempt you to get off course. Yes. They want to get you to react. They try to get you to make a, you know, a temporary decision that'll have long lasting effects. Yes. Don't do it. Keep your mind, keep your mind and your thoughts on the Lord and I promise you he's going to take care of all of that because he's not going to allow anything to harm you because he loves you yeah. he loves you so much that he had rescued you from the old you that would react <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's that's a wonderful thing right there so now about this wonderful book mm -hmm. that is entitled the rat hole dilemma yeah, that is the name, ladies and gentlemen, of that incredible book that she was writing while experiencing the pain. The rat hole dilemma. The floor is yours. Mm. Go ahead and explain that whole book and what it consists of. Yes. First of all, I want to say that uh, God gave me that title because I didn't know, you know, where my title from come from. So he told me to go all the way back to my childhood because there are some people that's out there that's hurting. They have mental disorders. They've been molested or raped or something tragic has happened to them. So as an adult, they don't know why they are, you know, at this present time. They don't have a clue why I am the way that I am. So he said, name it, the, go back to your childhood because there's a root to every problem. Mm. So that's what he told me, name it the rat hole. Because the rat hole dilemma is a sticky situation, a tight situation that you cannot get yourself out in, out of, but only God can get you out of it. Only God and Jesus can get you out of, of that sticky, tight rat hole dilemma. 
I don't care what it is. So, you know, that's why I say other stories were even birthed in that book. All type of stories were birthed in that book that were true. Things I've seen with my own eyes, heard with my own ears. Because I don't believe in someone coming and telling me anything. I like to see it for myself and hear it for myself. So that's what God did during this process of that eight-year persecution at that church on Avon Avenue. I saw a lot of things. I heard a lot of things. And I was busy writing. No one knew I was busy writing. So that's why I say all kind of stuff is in other people. They throw up under the rug. They kick up under the rug. They don't want to talk about it. They don't want to deal with it. But when mm. it comes up, it causes a big confusion instead of dealing with their hurt and their pain and their issues. Glory to God. I talk about incest in there. I talk about the things of uh, uh, where you got these close family members that have ca caused harm against a loved one, an innocent child. I talk about that God dealt with me that, uh, that summer of 2015. He said, now it is time for you to open up this thing about incest that nobody want to talk about. It's in every family. I've never experienced incest, but I know it's incest, you know, in the family. And there's incest in everybody's family. God said, it's time for this thing to be, be revealed. No no longer let, uh, you know, let this thing stay up under the rug. Glory to God. I even talk about being, you know, like a, uh, I can't think of the name right now. It's in one of the titles. I felt so alone. Like I was, I was under this, under this gun. You know, I was under this microscopic gun. There's a tidy in there being in, in, in this box where you seem like you can't go to the left and you can't go to the right and you have nowhere to turn. That's in there too. And I explain what it feels like to be under a microscopic gun when people have uh, bring persecution upon you. That is a terrible feeling being watched all the time because of jealousness everything everywhere you go everywhere you turn i was being watched being watched like a criminal glory to god that was the worst feeling glory to god i talk about so many different things in that book uh i, I regret that i don't have it with me and i could just really tell some share some more details but uh anyone can go to it on amazon or kindle and it read the description and then they can look at some of the uh, what's in the contents as well. But it's a lot of true things in that book that nobody want to talk about. God want me to get to the nitty gritty so that these my readers can relate to, okay, I'm going through that. My mom went through that. My father went through that. Somebody I know is dealing with that same situation. He wants me to write the truth so people can be delivered and set free. That's what my book is about. Glory to God. Deliverance. Deliverance is available through that book. Glory to God. I have scriptures to back up everything, all of my experiences or things that I saw or heard to back up that it was done in the Bible days. Nothing is new under the sun. God knows it all. Glory to God. Mm, 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 mm. And when was this book published? It was released December 31st, 2014. That was my goal. You must set goals. Someone out there got some gifts and, and, and they don't know what to do. Stick with one goal. Stick with one goal. That was my goal. December 31st, 2014, and it was released on December 31st. Glory to God. That book has all of that substance in there. Mm -hmm. Published in 2014, seven years later, yeah. that book is even more relevant. <laughs> <laughs> it's even more relevant. Yeah. It's during these times here, you know, mm -hmm. The pandemic has caused the people to sit down and prayerfully they did some self-evaluation and allowed for God to truly reveal himself to handle some situations that are the root and source of the problem instead of allowing him to be put in a box, as you had said, to handle the symptoms. Take this time to handle the source of the problem. Yeah. When you was writing this book, did you think 
that this book would be even more powerful and relevant today. Did you think that? Like how big did you see this book getting when you was writing it? Oh, you know, once God shared it with me and it was prophesied to me about this book and how it's going to be in every home across the nation. Mm -hmm. I had to hold on to that. I had to believe that. So yes. yeah, the answer to that question, indeed, 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 glory <laughs> to God, is relevant today. And it's going to keep on being relevant because yes. when you put the truth in there, you know, we don't have time for no fake stuff. Somebody's hurting exactly. right. <laughs> Transparency here. Come on, we need to be transparent so they can be delivered. Glory to God. How can we reel in the lost sheep? How can we reel in, bring back the prodigal son and the prodigal daughter if, if we're not being truthful? Mm -mm. My ministry is about truth. God told me to make sure that I have, I want you to have a truthful ministry. Every book that you write, every song that you write, every article that you write, he said, truth must be in your story. I have four mm. other books. There's some other powerful nitty gritty stuff and nobody's not going to believe what I have been through in different communities, in different environments. They have not been released yet, but because of the pandemic, a second income was taken away from me. But the, I have four books that are completed. But once that money comes and I get those four other books completed, no one is not going to believe the nitty-gritty, dirty stuff that people have done to me because of what? I am the salt of the earth. Mm. Because I walk by faith and not by sight. Because I try to show light. I try to so show the Christ in me. And when you have that uh, uh, that walk with you of, of Jesus Christ, people don't like it. Your next door neighbor don't like it. Church members don't. There are some church members don't like that true light that comes from your inside. It works on the outside. So I got some powerful stuff. And I, my God, I didn't know she was going through that because she was always still serving. We were always still serving, my daughter and I. So I'm looking forward to the other books being released as well. So yes, this book is very relevant to this day. Glory to God. I'm glad that you had mentioned your daughter because I know that the topic of this interview is right to overcome. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about the gift that had you overjoyed. Your <laughs> daughter, <laughs> who is an amazing artist. And like I told you before, we would definitely be sold into that ministry. So let's just talk about your daughter right now, because as I stated in the beginning, family mm -hmm. definitely is a key in your business. So yes. talk about your daughter. Glory to God. I I must, I want to share this, you know, like you said, because she, God has, you know, brought her into my life at a time when I needed my baby the most. That was in 2006 where my best friend, my sister, who I love so dearly, she passed of a uh, rare autoimmune disease in 2006. But my baby was born a few months in June before my sister went home to be with the Lord. Mm. If it had not been God, if it had not been for the Lord giving me this baby, I don't know what I would have done. I'm gonna tell you something about that when you're close with your family member. My sister and I were very close. We was only two years apart. She was saved, sanctified too. That almost took my mind. The devil, the enemy tried to take my mind. It didn't work. I had this blessed child, this blessed child. She was my healing process, my healing process. So the Lord told me, he told me, she will be a part of your ministry. She will be your personal assistant. I said, okay, God, glory to God. So I made up in my mind, I'm going to teach her everything that I know. I'm going to pray with her. We're going to read the Bible together. 
she will walk along beside me in everything that I do concerning God's business. Glory to God. And that has happened. We have served and served and served together in so many different capacities of our life. Glory to God. Because of this child, Cherub, C-H-E-R-U-B. I have to even uh, pronounce, because a lot of people don't even know how to pronounce a name. Some people do, and some people don't. But Cherub, I tell you, God brought this bundle of joy into my life for a purpose. For a purpose in a time such as this, that artist gave her glory to God. Hallelujah. She started sketching as a little girl. Until now, she is a professional artist. Glory to God. <clears throat> Only God taught her. No, she hadn't been to school before. God put that artistic gift in her what for chosen ones we are chosen ones my daughter and i he said that he will leave an inheritance for your children's children that's what god is doing glory to god he don't want us to be living in poverty he don't want us to be uh uh, uh staying in lack no god said i am your provider I am Jehovah Jireh, your provider. So that's why he put these gifts in us. Glory to God. But my daughter, I tell you, she has multiple gifts, just like I do. She can lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. She has a keen discernment where she can see in the spirit and hear in the spirit, just like I can. Glory to God. She's an excellent cook. She conjures up different uh, 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 dishes out of nowhere. Glory to God. Oh, you talking about seasoning some food. She's the one that seasoned our food, not me. <laughs> not me. She conjures up all kind of different little sweet tarts and desserts and pies and Korean dishes. Come on, glory to God. God knew what he was doing when he gave me cheer. Glory to God. God is the one who gave me her name. I wrote it in the back of the Bible. I wrote it in the back of the Bible at the beginning of the year. We had a uh, fast and prayer at the beginning of the year. And glory to God, it came to pass. I had no idea her name was in the Bible. Let me tell some single parent out there, mother or father, be careful what you name your son and daughter. Be careful. They are going to grow into that. If you name your child one of those street names, they're going to grow into it. I'm telling you, be careful. Give that child a, a positive name. It don't necessarily have to be a biblical name, but give them a biblical name. Give an inspiring name. That's what they're going to grow grow into. Glory to God. Glory to God. All glory to God. All glory to God. And so that relationship that you all have, mm -hmm. she was a gift from God. Yes. You have grown so much in Christ. Yes. Chosen ones, the name of your ministry and business just yes. seemed to fit. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the floor is yours is to tip, is to explain chosen ones. Yes, chosen ones. We are here as bond servants. Glory to God. Hey, we are here to serve not to be served, but to serve those who are in need, who need our assistance, who need, who need people to see what a true servant is, glory to God. You know, we have that we want to serve with the spirits of excellency, glory to God, even with our gifts. If I'm not pleased with that gift before I release it to the customer, it won't be released to the customer. As long as we're satisfied, she's satisfied with her artistic gift, and then we will send it to the customer. But we are here to show, we are here on divine assignment to teach people and to show people why they were uh, put here on this earth, to show people we were purposed. We were purposed here by God. There are so many people who don't have a clue why they are here. They are lost. We, we are here to bring in the lost sheep. Glory to God. That's what this is about. Chosen ones 
we are chosen. We are like royal priesthood. Come on, we are royalty. Glory to God. I wouldn't have had it no other way. I'm so glad that God gave me that name. Yes, we are chosen and handpicked by our creator. Glory to God. So I thank God for chosen ones. Like I said, we are here to show people that you have purpose and that you need to tap into the grace of God so you can do uh, what God has called you to do while you're on earth here today. No more delay. No more delay. Mm. Glory to God. That is awesome right there. And it's so obvious that that name suits you. Because uh, you realize the reward, the reward that you get from God as a result of your obedience and you actually being this child, because you get to release, you get released to do things that glorify and magnify his holy name, as it states in some of your accolades. And I'm going to go ahead and let it be known so everybody can see exactly how the Lord has been working. Has yeah. he has released you to evangelize yeah. and also in the carnal nature, in this world, you've also won best speaker. You have won an award for being the best speaker. You have written two articles for Voyage Atlanta and you have in a plethora of things. So tell us about how, to, how, tell us about that experience right there, being able to win those awards and garner those accolades and also being released to be an evangelist just talk about that experience. Yes, glory to God. I first want to talk about uh, the uh, evangelizing. Now that started back in Oakland City, West End Apartments. I was there in that community for 26 years. So mm. that's where evangelizing began. God would speak to me. Give this person some food. Take that person some food. Go give those babies some clothes. Mm. Let them see what it feels like that someone is giving them something. Let them see the love of Christ. So that's where it all began. I ministered to the drug dealer. I ministered to the children. I laid hands on people that they were sick and they did recover. Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I prayed with people. People wanted me to come into their homes and pray for them. Glory to God. I did whatever God uh, revealed to me to do or someone needed me to do. You know, when you have a true relationship with God, you will see where the need is anyway. Exactly. I the need. I saw the need. There were so many kids. They would always be at our front door looking for my baby. <laughs> it was the light. It was the light in us. So that's when I can say I will feed them, give them, share with them what my daughter had. Glory to God, because my daughter is a blessed child. Glory to God. Give them clothes, shoes, all of the nice things that she had. I didn't give them no hand-me-downs, no raggedy clothes. It was nice things that God wanted me to bless this in this community. Glory to God. So my mm -hmm. evangelizing started in that community. It, it wasn't always good. I had some enemies that came up against me and my child. Glory to God. That's a whole nother story. But then there was one other sheep in that community. I told you a couple of days ago, myself and Miss Hazel. Then guess what? I went back to the community before the holidays. Glory to God. Miss Hazel still resides in Oakland City, West End wow. Apartments. She's wow. still residing there. She's still serving. She's standing tall. I don't know how old Miss Hazel is, but she stands tall because she has a true relationship with Christ. I was so happy to see her. And she was so happy to see us. Glory to God. So that's where that all began. Then getting to the accolades and things of that nature, how these doors open up, how I won this and how I won that. Prayer. Pursuing the things of God. Prayer and pursuing the things of God. Sometimes I will be sitting by myself and God will reveal, okay, now I need you to start doing prophetic poetry. So thank God just revealed, I didn't know I was gonna be, I had no idea I was gonna be doing all these things. God revealed it to me. Then he started giving me connections because my daughter and I, we marketed, we marketed and we marketed. We got a whole lot of no's for years. Mm. Nodes. 
But then that one yes came through, glory to God. Like I told yes. you, it only take that one yes. So then a lady in my community, once I had moved out of Oakland City, she uh, has this uh, business called I Love to Read. She rec- she didn't know I was an author until I shared it with her because, you know, I try to be friendly with everyone. So because I showed myself friendly, Jesus mm-hmm. said God in the scripture says, if you, he who shows himself friendly shall have friends. So I shared it with her. And so that was the beginning of every year. She uh, has me have me to come on this. I love to read. It's coming up this this um, this month. She'll be featuring me as well. Mm. That door opened up because I share my testimony. Glory to God. For the articles, someone that I knew, a close friend that I knew, he knew someone in the church. He told they told me, okay, I know you can write articles. How you can be featured. That came through, glory to God. Voice mm. ATL magazine loved the way that I wrote that article. So they sent me an email. They want you, I want you to write another email. Then they said they want me to do a, we got something else for you. We want you to do a podcast. Glory to God. So the doors slowly but surely start opening up as of last year, 2020, January. That's when the doors start opening up. Even with Miss Penye Rogers on WCEG Network. Once I did that article and I released that information to Miss Penye, glory to God. Then she had me on WCEG Network when she saw that we came from the same high school. So she, uh, uh, Miss Reverend uh, McClure, Katrina McClure, she interviewed me in February of last year, glory to God. So that was the beginning. And then when the pandemic hit, things slowed down. Things slow down but now god has picked these things back up glory to god but so many things you know like you said with the best speaker i didn't know i was gonna win that glory to god so many things mm-hmm. has happened where i have been featured glory to god but all these different things that i do write prophetic poetry write articles speaking engagement um oh i've written 34 gospel songs that are uh uh, certified with the library of God is the one that gave me these gifts. Mm. It wasn't me. He put these gifts inside of me. Glory to God. So mm. it was mm-hmm. all God. All the credit belongs to God. All the glory belongs to him. It's not Pamela MK. It's not me. It's God. Glory to God. That is amazing and for those who have been tuning in or will tune in and at a later date or at a later time what you will see from the beginning to the end was god working in her life because the neighborhood that she grew up in (laughs) she's serving in now so all the things that she has been through god took that all Mm -hmm. the hurt all the bad even Mm -hmm. took the good moments Mm-hmm. Took the good moments to keep pushing her in his direction and took the bad moments to keep pushing her even further into the direction of God yeah. to transform her, to be redeemed, to be an yeah. overcomer, mm-hmm. and to be someone, a mighty soldier in the army of the Lord with yeah. that pen. Hence the title of this episode, Right to Overcome. Now, the last question that I have for you, because it's got a couple of more minutes until the show wraps up. For those who are listening and they would like to get in contact with Miss Pamela MK, how would they go about doing that? Yes, glory to God. My business number is 404-453-5214. My email address is Pam and cherub at gmail.com pam and cherub at gmail.com my website is pam and cherub dot wixsite.com slash my site pam and cherub dot wixsite.com slash my site and i want to say one quick thing before i uh, forget if anybody who's in a situation in a type of community where there's drugs, alcohol, murder, 
God can deliver you out of that community. Keep believing, keep trusting. He did it for my daughter and I. He'll do it for you. He will deliver you out of any dilemma, out of any rat hole situation. Glory to God. Just no matter how long it takes. It doesn't matter. I was there in that community for 26 years, but God delivered me from that community six and a half years ago, seven years ago. Glory to God. He is faithful to do what he has said he would do. His promises are yay and amen. Glory to God. Amen, amen, amen again. Miss Pamela, thank you so much for being the guest for today, your, your story, your words, your ministry, your testimony, yes. truly blessed my life. And I'm sure it blessed the, the listeners and the viewers today. For those who are watching, this is WCEG, the Worldwide Community Empowerment Group Network. This concludes another incredible episode of Millennial Talk Blessed Coast Edition, where I sat and conversed with Miss Pamela M.K., what she has done, taking the initiative to make change by being the change herself because she allowed God to guide the vision and he gave provision because he is a priority in her life and therefore she is his priority. As a child of God, you already know that the plans are to prosper you in all aspects of your life. So keep him, seek him. As you know, it's Resurrection Weekend. Truly understand Jesus. Jesus is grace and truth personified, which means that he walks in the image of his father. Love. And that love is clearly defined. And when you see that love, it's in the word. The word is the truth. So with that said, great people, it is our home of the one and only Ashton Reynolds. Thank you so much for tuning in. The next time you see me, I will be 27. <laughs> so with that said, I'm signing out. It's the homie. Thank you so much, Miss Pamela, Miss Penny, and everybody at the WCEG family. Tune in to every show. Continue to support this incredible network. Yeah. This concludes the episode. Thank y'all. We're out of here. <laughs>